Welcome to First 100K, the number one entrepreneur voice in America. Why? Because I talk about the things that matter to you. The things that matter most that nobody else is talking about, like how to make your first 100K or your next 100K. And stop pretending like you're about to hit a million or two million when you're broke and you're, you're going home and you feel alone and you just can't figure out why you can't make it. That's what this show is all about. I tackle common challenges that I believe 90% of entrepreneurs struggle with. Here's the good news. You're not alone. Your struggles are what everyone's struggling with. We're going to talk about those struggles today. I'm your host, your coach, your friend, Joseph Warren. I'm also a 10-time failed entrepreneur, and I'm the owner of two co-working spaces here in Tampa, Florida, where I have the privilege of helping hundreds of entrepreneurs to make their first 100K or the next 100K. That's what I do. The show was created for you, the entrepreneur who's struggling to break through. Wherever you are in your business, I believe you're just 100K away. If this is your first time joining us, thank you for being here. And if you are one of the thousands of listeners that listen to us in over 30 countries right now, every single week, I just want to say I appreciate you. Thank you for being here every single week. Today, our featured guest is the great, the powerful Justin Davis. And Justin is the CEO and co-founder of CrowdSync. And what Justin does at CrowdSync is he helps people automate paperwork and communication with others, whether it's hiring or firing. There's so many different examples. Justin's going to get into that. Justin, welcome to the show. Fill in some of the gaps in that intro. Thanks, Joseph. Fantastic to be I appreciate you having me on here. Uh, this is going to be an absolute blast to chat today. Um, <clears throat> thanks. I'm not going to add a ton. Um, you know, at, at CrowdSync, we, uh, we help people automate those manual processes that, that you have to get people through, whether you're onboarding employees or you're onboarding people in your organization or you're just trying to communicate with group members and you find yourself always copying and pasting the same emails, requesting the same documents, sending out the same forms. We let you build workflows to automate that whole process. Uh, that way you can get all that time back and uh, get more value out of your day. So that's what we're doing at CrowdSync. Um, we've been around about a year since we wrote the first line of code and uh, trying to get it off the ground. Startup Nation, Justin is a, he's a newbie, man. He's not a newbie entrepreneur, but this is a newbie business. So we're gonna talk about what's working for him, what's not working, he's gonna get real, he's gonna get transparent, and you're gonna connect. You're gonna connect in a powerful way and you're gonna get lessons and strategies out of this. And more importantly, you're gonna get some humility. Right, that oh, yeah. you don't have everything figured out and you don't need to. That's yeah. the power of community and, and building a team around you, right? So you can find Justin at crowdsync.io. That's crowd, S-Y-N-C as in cat, dot I-O. Okay, Justin, let's get into this. Take a minute and share with us something personal that very few people in your business life know about you. <clears throat> something personal that people don't know about me. Um, Probably the fact that, and this is probably not unique to me as an entrepreneur, um, uh, not unique to me in general, but uh, the, fact, the fact that, I, that I, I get up and work on this business every day and most of the time have no clue what I'm doing and feel like I have no clue what I'm doing. Um, I love I that. Try, you just, you just, just, just kind of try to make there. up for it. I just went there. Like, uh, I kind of try to make up for it by... Um, seeming very confident and acting very <laughs> confident, but, uh, 
but um, uh, behind every one of those confident interactions is, uh, is a whole lot of doubt, um, if we're, if we're going to be honest. So if you want to get humility, here we go, baby. <laughs> Startup Nation, Justin just called himself out on his own BS, and he just called you out. Because we know, we know you. We know you're pretending to be something great. And I'm not talking as a human being. I'm talking about in business. You're pretending some days to be further along than you are, to act like you have it all figured out, like Justin just admitted he does, when in fact, you're struggling with it like the rest of us. You don't have it all figured out, and that's okay. There's freedom in acknowledging that. So Justin, let's get right down to business, buddy. My audience loves context. How much revenue did your business do in the last 12 months, gross revenue, ballpark? In the last 12 months, how much gross revenue for this yeah. new venture? Correct. Um, for the no, CrowdSync? I mean, under $1,000. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Okay, that's real. That's, that's, that's real. That's transparent. How long you been at it? Uh, we wrote the first line of code about a year ago. Um, we launched the product publicly around the beginning of this year. Uh, so January, 2018. Okay. So you wrote yep. the first line of code a year ago. Yep. You started the company officially January yep. of this year and you have grossed about $1,000 in revenue. That is correct. That's right. Now that's real startup nation. Justin, I love that you just went there, man. That's, that's freaking awesome. Right? No, I mean, like, right? I'm not going to pretend. <clears throat> no, yeah, no, not no pretenses, right? It's saying, hey, this is what's so. I want yeah. it to be here. I'm on track for X, but this is where we're at now. Exactly. And until you like own that reality, you don't get to your destination, right? That's just BS, man. That's fantasy. So what are you on track for in the next 12 months? Well, you know, what we hope to do um, over the next 12 months is is get to – um, thirty to forty thousand dollars in MRR is the hope. Um, Define MRR for us. Uh, sorry, MRR. So that's monthly recurring revenue. Uh, mm -hmm. So that would be every month how much we're able to bill out in subscriptions. Um, and if we can get to thirty or forty thousand dollars in MRR, it's going to give us sustainability. It's it's going to take a little bit of the crunch off of us having to raise money or or do other things to obviously pay the bills as we go. Right. So um, that's kind of the target that we're looking at uh, right now. I love it. So Startup Nation, Justin has agreed before this interview to be transparent. Justin, I'm going to ask something else. Because of the stage where you're at, are you yep. also willing to be coachable in a public forum such as this? A thousand percent. Are you kidding? Yeah. I love it. Love it. Startup Nation, that's the exact answer you should have, right? Exactly what Justin just set the example <laughs> with. That's humility, man. It's saying, listen, I don't have it all figured out. Pretty much 90% of the days I wake up, I don't have a clue what I'm doing or what I'm going nope. to do. And you know what? It's been a year and I'm at a thousand dollars in revenue. Heck yeah. I'm coachable. Dang. Like, hey, yeah, absolutely. Like I, you have to be an idiot not to be right there. Right. And that's absolutely. not anything wrong. Right. That's nope. just saying, this is the stage of where I'm at. What do I need to do to get to the next stage? Is that fair, Justin? Yeah. I don't want to put words. Totally in fair. Awesome. Totally buddy. fair. Absolutely. Cool. Got it. Why do you think, and you can put yourself in this, Justin, why do you think that 90% of entrepreneurs are struggling to make their first 100K? 
Um, <clears throat> I give a few reasons, and I don't think it's tactical. I think it's mental and it's it's behavioral, um, because there's a bajillion tactics out there to make 100k. Right? I mean, um, making money is actually not all that hard. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, right? Like you can find ways to make money. Um, what I think happens is um, <clears throat> there's a lot of pretending. And a lot of pretending that, um, you know, you were just talking about it. There's a lot of people who pretend to do this stuff. And because they're pretending and because they're not being honest with themselves and as, as clear and as transparent as they need to be with themselves, they don't get, they don't do the stuff that they really should be doing, right? Um, there's a lot of, down, it was written down. Give us an example. Yeah. So I was reading a book. Um, I can't remember the name of the book now. It's two right. weeks ago. And he used the phrase compare and despair. And that's what I think a ton of entrepreneurs do, compare and despair, because everybody goes out and talks about how great they're doing, right? Hey, you know, we just, we just landed our thousandth client. We just reached a million dollars in, in, uh, in annual revenue, whatever the case may be, right? And so you look at everybody else and you go, shit, everybody's killing it but me. Obviously, I don't know what I'm doing. So A, I'm not going to go out there and tell people that like I'm making $1,000 right in revenue right now um, because that's going to make me look like an idiot. And as an entrepreneur, I have to have this kind of brash confidence. And I sort of like, you know, I, I, I need to come off as the, the entrepreneur, the, the genius who has all this kind of stuff figured out, right? So I don't go out and I don't, I'm not honest about that kind of stuff, which means that nobody coaches me. Nobody gives me and tells me the things that I need to hear. And it's a little bit of a self reinforcing cycle because you get into your own head and you start to convince yourself of things that like <clears throat> that either aren't true or what happens is you get like so when you start a company there's like a little bit of a high right like you start the company and it's like this dunning-kruger effect where uh the dunning-kruger effect is like you do something and you like you have this irrational confidence that you're able to do the thing that you can do right and like you really don't have the skill to do it. Like, I think that I should be able to play golf really well, right? And I'm terrible at it, right? And like, but, but every time I'm like, oh, I'm gonna go out and like be great at golf and I'm not um, because like the Dunning-Kruger effect, right? And, and so what happens when you start a company is you kind of get the high of that in the first few months. Like, we're gonna go kill it, blah, 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 blah. You know, yeah, it's slow, but whatever. And then there's a dip. And there's a dip when it's like, you realize, oh shit, this is actually really hard. Like, it's really hard to build this. Um, you start to look at other people and you go, but they don't make it look hard. And they don't make it look hard. So I'm obviously doing something wrong. This isn't going to work. I give up. I'm done. And you don't persist through, by the way, what everybody goes through, which is that it's hard to build a company. It's hard to build a business. The early stage, the first 100K is hard. The first 100K is really difficult to get to. And you get into that dip and you just kind of throw the, your hands up and you go, mm, I can't do it. I, you know, I'm, I'm not going to push through this. We know right now we don't have this figured out, right? Like we haven't cracked. I mean, if we had this figured out, we'd be making a whole lot more money right now. Right. Um, but we also know that we're just in the, that dip. We we're in that dip that like everybody goes through that you have to just persist through and wake up every day and go, all I got to do is survive today. Right. And then if I survive today, and I can get up tomorrow, then tomorrow I'll worry about surviving tomorrow. And if you just get up and do that every day, eventually it will work and you will be successful. When I, <clears throat> I, for, I so I had two companies previous to this, um, two service-based companies, we did product design work and user experience design work, right? And, the, and 
one of them I grew to about $350,000 in annual revenue and the other one about $700,000 in revenue, right? Um, and the first year that I left my full-time job and I quit, I quit and I, I went out with the grace of my wife who said, um, if you don't quit your job, I'm going to call your boss and quit for you because you need to, you need to be, you need to be doing this, which I, like, I was scared to quit my job. Right. And she was like, no, no, no. Like, you're going to be fine. Go quit your job. Like we got this. Here's um, a shout out <laughs> to all the loving wives out there. Cheers to you. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. So I remember like when you first, like the first year, you're kind of numb a little bit because you're really excited and you're really, um, you know, you, you kind of don't really think about reality very much. I remember the first year I made $25,000 total in the entire year. Right. Um, and like, it would have been easy for me after that to go, no, I can't do this. I got to go back and get, you know, get the job. Like this is obviously not go going to work, but, um, that eventually 25, we eventually got to like three, 350, right? Um, and so I think you have to just get up and think I'm gonna survive today. Um, it's really easy to look at everybody else and go, they all have it figured out but me. And then in the trenches you go, man, this is obviously not, not, not working. That's not the case at all. Everybody is saying, this is really hard. I don't really know what I'm doing you have to take some solace in the fact that you are normal and just get through the day and keep moving forward. My co-founder says 1% improvement every day. It's all you need, 1% every day. And you don't need to go change the world in one day, just a little bit at a time. And just like compound interest, it builds up. And then you look back and if you usually go, well, shit, look at that, it worked, you know? Startup Nation, is this, is what Justin's saying landing for you the way it's landing for me? I mean, he's speaking so much wisdom and truth right now into your head. Are you letting it in? Or are you caught up in your own BS, your own story of exactly what he said? Everybody else is winning. Why am I losing? What's wrong with me? Right? We create this story of something's wrong. Something's broken. When in fact, nothing's wrong. Nothing's broken. You just have false expectations. Bingo. We all do. Right? We believe that success in business, in entrepreneurship, looks like from zero to a million in 30 days. <laughs> Anything outside of that illusion, there's something wrong. Obviously, I'm, a, I'm an idiot. Obviously, I don't deserve this. I'm not worthy of success. Right? All these different stories, right? That imposter syndrome. Right? If, if people actually figured out who I am, right? when you show up to your networking meetings and you see a whole room of successful people and you've made $1,000 in your business like Justin, like what's going on in your head, right? That's right. real. That's real, man. Justin, talk about that for a second. Because like, I, I think you're going to speak again directly to Startup Nation. Like when you walk into, I saw you at an event, right? Like uh, less than a month ago. And you're in a room of people, there was people in that room who I know personally that are making hundreds of thousands, you know, per year. And then other ones that were making millions per year. Yep. And you were making a thousand dollars per year yep. in the last year. What's going on in your head in that moment when you're in that room? Um, <clears throat> I think you, 
you know, for me, it's, it's, it's definitely a balance. And um, it's something that I think, I mean, just being very candid, very transparent. um, I think there's a lot of walk, you know, you walk into a room like that and you go, you know, I'm a little bit intimidated. Um, I feel a little bit like I shouldn't be here. Right. Cause you do a little bit of the compare and despair. Right. And I think you have to check yourself and you have to go, you know what, like all of these people have some doubts, you know, mm. all of these people have some struggles that they're working on that make them feel like they don't know what they're doing or that they don't have it figured out and that everybody else in the room does. Right. It's this big illusion that you're playing on yourself. And I, I think you kind of have to get out ahead of your mind and you have to say, okay, like, Two things. One, um, it's fine to be here with these people. Um, I, you know, just because I haven't solved this one challenge that I have in front of me right now, doesn't mean that I haven't solved a lot of other challenges and that I am not good at various things, right? Because, because um, in other areas I've proved that I am. I'm just this particular challenge I haven't solved yet. All of these people have so- challenges they haven't solved yet, so we're cool there. And then the second thing I think is you have to. You, you have to walk in like that and, and be willing to kind of be a little bit intimidated and be a little bit um, <clears throat> you know, raw, I guess, with yourself on that so that you can go into the room and you can listen to people and you can say, let me see what I can learn from these folks um, and see if there's something I can take away to help me chip away at the challenge that I'm facing right now. And sure, maybe I can say something in a conversation that helps somebody with what they're trying to go through, right? But at the end of the day, we're all in this kind of together. And um, the distance between me and you is really not as, as far as it sometimes feel like, feels like it is. Man, that is so powerful, <laughs> right? It's like, I think everyone in the room struggles with that. And they're all at different levels, right? So if I could just put in plain talk, right? Startup yep. Nation. Justin walks into the room, right? And he sees all these people and he does the compare and despair, right? Because that's just how our human brain works. There's nothing wrong with it. It's just, that's the, that's the mechanism. That's the machinery. Compare and despair. And he's looking at all the people making 100K, for instance, as an example. And going, man, why am I not making 100K? And then there's that guy, Bob, that's making 100K. He just made his first 100K that Justin's looking at and comparing himself. And then Bob is looking at uh, John who's making a million and he's comparing and despairing and saying, what's wrong? There's something wrong with me. Why am I not making a million? And then John is looking at Mary who's making 10 million a year and he's comparing and despairing. And Mary is looking at Paul who's making a hundred million and she's comparing and despairing. When in fact, nothing is wrong. We're all on the exact same journey, just like Justin highlighted. We're on the same journey. We're at different exits. Totally. It's like taking a picture of a race and somebody just left the starting line, looking at somebody who's half a mile down, who, by the way, started 20 minutes ago on the race, (laughs) not right when you did, right? And taking that, that snapshot, looking at it and going, why the hell? Are, why am I not down there with them? Like I must be doing terribly, right? But the problem is, is when you freeze frame things like that, you miss all the context and you miss all the situational aspects of it. Oh, I just started. 
That's why I'm right here. Right? I love I love that that visual you just created. <laughs> this would be as ridiculous, Justin, in my opinion, as if a little, uh, say, a a ten year old kid compared himself to Bill Gates, and the totally. ten the ten year old kid has this entrepreneurial fire inside of him and says, I'm going to be a successful businessman one day. Like, like uh, let's use Steve jobs, like Steve jobs. Right. And, and he looks at Steve jobs. He meets Steve jobs and he looks at him and he goes, I'm such a failure. I'm a loser. I am a nobody. I will never make it. And people are like, why not? Because I'm not where Steve jobs is. That's why. What would you say to that kid? You'd be like, dude, there's nothing right. wrong. Tap the brakes. <laughs> yeah. There's right. nothing the wrong. wrong. You're 10 years old. <laughs> Steve Jobs right. is in his 50s. He's been working at this much longer. He started yeah. much sooner, just like what you said, Justin, that snapshot of the race. At any given moment, the reality is always changing, isn't it? So if you take cool. one picture and it looks like, okay, you're in last place and, and John is in first place. You take the next picture five seconds later or 10 seconds later, all of a sudden things have shifted. You actually passed yep. and now you're in, you know, uh, instead of 15th place, you're in 14th place. You take yep. 10 seconds later, you're in 13th place, 10th place, not exact, et cetera, et cetera. Speak to us about that, bro. That's like, that's some powerful, powerful stuff, man. So how do you actually, let's go here. How do you represent yourself to that on a daily basis to get through the day? What specific strategy, what mental exercise do you do? How do you yep. snap yourself out of that, bro? Out of the snapshot? How do you snap yourself yeah, out sure. of the snapshot? How do you snap yourself out of the snapshot? So I think one thing, this is where the metaphor kind of breaks down a little bit, is that you, uh, one thing you have to realize is like you're running your own race, right? You're not running against other people. And I think that is you have to always be mentally checking yourself to where you go, look, like I'm not competing against this person to see who gets to the entrepreneurial finish line first, right? Like I'm competing against my performance yesterday. It's very much, entrepreneurship is an individual game. Yeah, you might be competing with people in your marketplace, but as an entrepreneur, being an entrepreneur is an individual sport. You're just competing against your own performance, right? Um, <clears throat> I think with that, there's um, a guy you may be familiar with, Dave Ramsey. Yep. Um, I'm a big Dave Ramsey fan. Dave Ramsey, financial talk show host um, and author out of Nashville, Tennessee, where I used to live. And um, I heard him say something on one of his, I think, entrepreneurial podcasts one time about how to achieve goals. And this is what I try to keep in mind every day, which is when, when people get kind of... Um, mired up and they, and they start to give up on their goals is because they say something like I just did, which is I want to make 30 to $40,000 in monthly recurring revenue 12 months from now. Now that's a good goal to have. You should have goals. You should set those goals, right? But ultimately you shouldn't get up every day and go, well, today I'm going to work on getting to 30,000 or $40,000 in monthly recurring revenue because you're not going to do that by the end of today. Right. And you're not going to do that by the end of this week. Right. So what he said is manage activities, don't manage results. Mm -hmm. And so, so what that means is, okay, 
I need to get to thirty, forty thousand dollars. So let's come up with a plan about how we think that we're going to be able to do that. We're probably going to be wrong about half of that plan, but you know, whatever. Um, let, let, let's, or maybe eighty percent of that plan we're going to be wrong about, but we're going to figure it out. Um, and let's break that down and say, well, it's going to take me doing twenty cold emails a day um, to be able to to do that. Because if I do twenty a day, then that's two hundred fifty a week. And then that's, you know, a thousand a month. So that's 12,000 emails a month. And I think that we can probably close 10% of those, blah, 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 whatever. I mean, you could just do the math, right? And then you have to get up every day and you have to say, I'm just going to do the activity. Like I've set it up. I'm just going to like write my checklist and I'm going to say email one, email two, email three, email four, email five, all the way down to 20, done. Move on to the next thing that you've, that you have the activity for, right? So and don't be attached to the outcome of those 20 emails. Don't be attached. Right. Just do the work, do the thing. Now you have to constantly be ensuring that the plan that you've, the assumption that you have about how, about the pathway is correct, right? Mm -hmm. Because if you do this activity for two months and the needle hasn't moved, then you have to go back and say, well, okay, uh, we were wrong about that. Um, so now let's figure out a different plan and then, but, but ultimately every day you just have to get up and you have to do the work and you have to relish and sort of really in a bizarre way, you have to kind of fall in love with the unsexy grind of it. Um, because 95%, 99% of being an entrepreneur is not glossy Forbes and entrepreneur magazine covers, right? Uh, 99% of it is really not fun. Well, I'm not going to say 99% is not fun because it's a lot of it's fun, but it's just not the sexy work. It's the grinding work that I think that again, because of the compare and despair kind of culture that we live in, frankly, and the, and the kind of, you know, filtered Instagram culture where you know, everybody only puts the little peak of perfection out into the, out into the world that we can see. Um, it's easy as you're grinding away thinking, I'm doing a lot of manual work to get this off the ground and it feels really hard. I must be doing it wrong. And you got to realize you're not just nobody else wants to show you all the hard work. Boom. Amen to that. You know, I want to go back uh, just for a second when you mentioned like walking into that room of like a networking group or whatever. Uh, one thing I remember in a lot of the guests that I interview that are doing a million, 10 million, a hundred million a year, they all have this one thing in common in their stories. They, when they started out, they were transparent and they were coachable. Yep. They yep. were the person in the room that had great energy and they would walk over to the people that they wanted to be like or where they were in their business and they would go over to them and say, and I'm totally paraphrasing, but hey, I'm Joseph Warren. This is my vision. This is what I want to do. I don't have a clue. <laughs> this is what <laughs> I've tried. It's not working. What do you recommend? Yeah. Like, and they showed up with total transparency and coachability. Yep. And people at those levels of success wanted to help because they yeah. were real. They weren't pretending. And, and I would say startup nation, ask yourself, am I coachable? Totally. Or am I acting proud? Right? Yeah. Am I showing up real or am I pretending? Right? And, and I'll tell you right now, the formula for success is that. Show up humble, show up coachable, 
and do the work. Bingo. You do, those, you do those three things. You are on the path of success. And now, as Justin said, I'll add a fourth, don't quit. Learn, but, iterate, but don't quit. And eventually you're going to look back one year, two years, three years, four years, or five years from now and go, oh, snap, it worked. Yeah. It worked. Just like that, overnight success. Overnight <laughs> success after five years of overnight. It's one long night. <laughs> exactly. All right, Justin, let's uh, go here. What is the number one fear that really messes with your head right now? Um, I, I think like, mo like most entrepreneurs, failure. Um, uh, I have a... I, I, <laughs> I have a, I, I have a pretty big fear of failure. Um, but at the same time, I, I have a weird mix. Um, <clears throat> I was actually talking to somebody about this recently. Um, I have this strange confidence that like everything will work out always. Like, I just know that like, I'll figure it out. Like, I'm not worried. Like it will work. I don't know how long it's gonna take. I don't know exactly know what the path's gonna look, but I know it will, right? But I like couple that with like this, like all gnawing sense of just like the last thing I want is like for me to fail and, and not be able to do what I do and, and, and not be able to be on this journey or, or, or whatever the case is. Right. Um, so I, I think that a lot of people have that fear of failure. I think a lot of people don't want to admit that they have that fear of failure, but, um, <clears throat> but, but yeah, that fear is a very real fear. Um, but at the same time, I think you have to have the confidence that like, you'll be okay. You'll come out the other side. You'll figure it out. Um, as long as you go through the motions and you keep doing the work and you show up every day and, and, you, and you do the grind, you'll come out the other side. Uh, and I think that helps to kind of temper the fear a little bit. Um, you know, and, and, and you have to know that you're, you're going to be willing to do whatever it takes. Right. Like I'm not above, uh, I'm not above going and getting a job at Home Depot if I'm going to lose my house. You know what I mean? Like, like you have to have the, you know, that's not going to happen. Luckily, at least I, I, I don't believe it is. Uh, but I think you have to have that level of humility and that level of, of kind of, you know, uh, honesty with yourself mm. to kind of help to temper that fear. But yeah, I mean, that's the fear of failures. Uh, is the persistent fear, you know, like, are we doing the wrong thing? Is this the wrong company? Is this the wrong product? Did we pick the wrong market? Are we marketing this incorrectly? Like the, you know, all those blind spots, we talked about blind spots a little bit before, uh, before we started talking this morning. Um, you know, those blind spots are scary because you can easily slip into this pattern of, I don't know if what we're doing is right. And I don't have confidence that I'm going to be able to figure it out or I don't know if we're doing is right, but because I'm so scared of that, I'm going to come up with a way to kind of work through that and figure it out. Right. You can either succumb to the fear or just kind of fight through it. Um, and that's not really heroic and valiant so much as it is just persistent and, and stubborn, you know, I get that. You know, Startup Nation, what I'm picking up from Justin right now is uh, so many wisdom, you know, just grenades. It's like ridiculous. Uh, you know, one of them is I look back on my entrepreneurial journey with all my startups, including my 
you know, my two co-working spaces and with co-creative, my, my co-working spaces with this business, like I had to work side jobs while we were year one and year two. And, and yes, that was humbling. And yes, I went to the events and yes, I felt like a, a loser and I felt like I was doing something wrong and I was comparing and despairing a hundred percent. I'm with you, Justin, on this, right? However, I persisted and my one uh, goal, if anything, every day was don't quit. <laughs> like, don't quit. Exactly. Like that exactly. was it. Like, I, I don't exactly. think I had as much resolve as you, Justin, where I was like, oh, I'm just going to get through the day and I'm going to hit this goal and this goal. I was like, literally, just don't quit. <laughs> like, just don't die. Well, and that's what my, my, my combinator says, just don't die. Just don't <laughs> just die. Do whatever you can to not die. You know, exactly. Not die today, right? It, it's like uh, I watched that, uh, that movie, Hacksaw Ridge, and, uh, you know, just an amazing uh, movie. And the guy would go and he would save one person after another throughout the night and he, his, he had no energy left and he's dragging, you know, uh, each body down the cliff, you know, and saving each one of his, his soldiers. Uh, and, and he had one prayer. He would just look up to God after he brought another guy down and he would say, uh, God, just one more, just give me one more. And he'd get back up and climb all the way back up the cliff and get one more. And then he'd bring him down exhausted his body at total fatigue. And he'd say, God, just one more. And he literally did this for hours and he saved, you know, like, over a hundred of his soldiers, one at a time, just one more. So I, that's how I look at what you're saying, Justin. God, just one more day. Just one more exactly. day in this business. Just one more day. Give me one more day. Justin, that's awesome, powerful stuff. What is the, um, share one of your daily habits that's uh, really helped you keep this mindset and not quit. What is one of those uh, daily habits every morning, every day? Uh, reading. Okay. Reading. Um, and, and that's not like, <clears throat> I say reading because um, reading for me, I mean, it's very important to read, right? Because again, uh, reading is one of those ways to tap into the expertise of people who know a lot more than you, right? And like, it's, it's like three people who are just like show up in your living room every morning and just give you advice. It's like, free, co- free coaching, free mastermind. Free coaching every morning, right? That's awesome. But I think that part of the other reason why I think <clears throat> that is so important is I have a pretty particular morning routine, right? And reading always happens at a specific time for a specific length of time. And what that does is it ingrains two things. One is the idea of habit and pattern and behavior, right? Like get up, do this thing every day at the same time every day. And that gets, it starts the day off with rigor, right? And then that rigor leads the rest of the day into kind of more rigor and, and sets you up kind of for success that way. The second thing it does is it reinforces to me mentally the idea of activities, not results. I don't wake up and think I need to finish this book today. I wake up and I think I'm going to read for 30 minutes every day. And if I read for 30 minutes every day, at the end of the year, I'll have read 30 or 40 books, right? Like not like I'm going to read this whole book, you know, whatever. Just get up, sit down, read for 30 minutes, get up, go do your thing. And that again, reinforces the idea that you're, you have to manage the activities, not the results, basically. Mm. So that's, I would say, that's probably a habit that I'm very, I even have on my calendar every day from 7.30 to 9. And it's actually shifted a little bit earlier now. It's more like 7 to 8.30 now. Um, I have do not book blocked out on every weekday 
from, for that block of time. So like nobody could book meetings with me, nothing can happen. That is the time to get the day started. Right. And I think those morning routines are really, really important for that. You know, Startup Nation, what Justin's saying, I hear this over and over again. And if you listen to all previous episodes, different guests on first 100 K podcast is all the successful ones that hit this level of whatever financial success, they all have a morning ritual and it's disciplined. And I call mine grounding, right? It's, it's where I get grounded for the day. And, and literally when I think of grounding, I think of a solid foundation, right? Grounding. If I'm not grounded, I'm like sinking all day, right? If I need to get through the day, I need a solid foundation. So what is your solid foundation startup nation? And here's the cool news. You can create whatever the heck you want, right? For Justin, it includes reading, right? That free coaching from books, right? For me, I do a 10 minute walk, Justin. I just started this. I edited part of it and it's like changing my life already. I do a 10 minute walk and all I bring with me is my phone and my, my headset, Bluetooth headset. And I call one, two or three of my friends. And I I love that. I have no intention, no agenda, no motive. I just call to check in on their lives. Fantastic. And dude, they're blown the F away by it because immediately they think I have a motive or an agenda because that's what everybody has. And nobody actually cares about their life or what's going on. And when they immediately spin it and I go, Hey, I just want to call and check in. Tell me about your life. And they go, Oh, everything's fine. What's going on with you, Joseph? You know, I'm like, well, everything is good on my end. Again, my intention for this call, I literally want to hear about your life. It's amazing. And I go quiet. And right there, they open up. And now my job is just one thing. Listen, be present. Just listen and be present. And you know what I realized in doing this for several weeks? How self-centered I was living. (laughs) (laughs) I honestly did not care, truly care about my my friends, my family, and what was going on in their life. Mm -hmm. And that was talk about a blind spot. Smacked me upside the freaking head. Sure. How narcissistic I was acting. Now, if you ask me, I'd be like, of course I care about my friends and my family, but my behavior didn't show it. It's like reading your, your, uh, you know, your credit card receipt every month. Where are you actually spending your money? Well, when it comes to time, where are you actually spending your time? Right? So that's what it looks like. What is the one thing, and we're going to finish up on this, Justin, what is the one thing that you want the world to know about being successful in business? Uh, I think, I think the one thing is that, um, to sound cliche, I mean, it's that, you know, don't die, um, get through the day. (laughs) Um, you know, I mean, it, 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 and that honestly survival is survival is success is success and survival is not glamorous. Uh, and, and, and that is okay. And, and there is glamor in the grind. Um, you know, and, and I think if more people just stop pretending and if more people just said, you know what, it's a grind, that's what this is all about. And I'm going to love the process. I'm not after the result, I'm after the process, I'm after the activities. Um, man, I think a lot of people would be much more successful. And, and man, people are that, honest about it. That would be a community I would want to be part of, right? A community Absolutely. of everyone transparent, 
hey, I'm grinding, you're grinding, you're further ahead, what can I learn from you? I'm further ahead, what can you learn from me? And we're all just community, dude. And yeah, yeah, I love it, I love it. That's all right, Justin. So we are listening, Startup Nation, to Justin Davis. This guy is tremendous, he's, yeah, he's in a startup, he's one year in, he's made $1,000 gross revenue, but you know what? He's gonna be huge. This business is gonna be huge, I already know it because he's got the right mindset, he's got the skill set, He's failed tons of times in his life, right? And he's just showing up and he's not quitting. He's not a quitter. And that's why he's going to be a winner, winner, winner. Chicken dinner, baby. All right. So you like can find Justin at crowdsync.io. That's crowd, S-Y-N-C as in cat, dot I-O. And Justin, we are about to enter my favorite part. This is welcome to the hustle round, my friend. This the hustle round. The hustle round. I'm going to ask you... 12 quick fire questions. You'll have about three okay. seconds to answer each. Don't overthink it. Okay. First thing that comes okay. to you. Are you ready, sir? Yep. Go. All right. Justin, what's your favorite sound? Uh, my boat running. <laughs> that has so many implications. I love it. I know. What is your least favorite sound? My least favorite sound? Probably my kids screaming. Got it. When you were a child, what did you want to be when you grew up? I originally wanted to be a meteorologist, then an architect, uh, then a musician. Um, and then an entrepreneur. Got it. What are you most afraid of? Failing. Got it. What did you spend way too much time doing your first 12 months in business? Oh, uh, trying to find the shortcut, trying to to find the one thing that was going to make it work. (laughs) (laughs) Startup nation. Truth (laughs) slap. Bam. (laughs) Justin, what secret fear do you have about people? What secret fear do I have about people? We all have a um, secret fear about people and how they relate to us or we relate to them. What's your secret fear about people? Um, that, uh, that, pe- that, that they're disingenuous, that, um, that I'm not really getting the true reaction, the true story, the true relation. Got that. So here's what I challenge you with because you said you're coachable. Ask yourself, are you showing up that way to them? Totally. Right? Because we attract what we put out, right? I love it. All right. What do you wish you had learned sooner in business? Uh, I wish I had learned about grit and grind and and the realities of what it actually looked like. Grit and grind versus compare and despair, baby. There it is, baby. Title. I love it. (laughs) What's a new habit you want to form? Uh, Exercise. I do do not. I need much more physical activity in my life. (laughs) Got it. What's a bad habit you want to break? Um, bad habit that I want to break. Golly. Um, uh, oh God, that's hard because I, I have to find one to pick. What if uh, it wasn't hard? <laughs> well, okay. If it's not hard, um, probably some procrastination. Got it. Um, yeah, in the face of something hard. difficult, in the face of something difficult, switching to something else that feels easier. Yeah. Or yep. just, or just taking an action. Even if it's not yeah. the right one, some kind of exactly. action. Pick three words to describe who you are now, Justin. I would say um, uh, grit. Uh, I would say um, confident. And, and I would say easygoing. I, I don't worry about stuff. Got it. Pick three words to describe who you were your first year in business. My first year in business. Uh, delusional. Um, <laughs> naive um 
and overly confident. <laughs> Imagine sometime in the distant future, and there you are standing in front of your tombstone. Read to us what it says on it. Uh, I would say, you know, here lies Justin. He did his best and, and loved the journey and, you know, loved every day as much as possible. Very cool. And last question, Justin, if you could come back to life after you died, tell your family and friends only one piece of advice, what would you say to them? Wow. Um, <clears throat> if I come back to life after I die, tell my family and friends one piece of advice. Um, I think it would be, this is something we didn't talk about today. It would be, um, be balanced, um, connect with the people that you love and, you know, and, um, and make sure that, that, you know, yeah, you're taking care of everything, not one thing at the expense of others. Love it. Justin, what's the best way for our listeners to get in touch with you? Yeah. Uh, crowdsync.io, obviously the website, you mentioned that a few times. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at the worst Twitter handle in the world. That's J W D two a, uh, you can also find my blog at justindavis.co. I think it would be funny if your Twitter handle was at the worst Twitter handle in the world. I may change it to that <laughs> after this, actually. <laughs> and if you want to email me, you can email me at justin at crowdsync.io as well. So feel free to email me, light me up. Justin, you're a rock star. Thanks for joining us today. And I wish you peace, love, and your first 100K. Joseph, thanks so much for having me on. I really appreciate it. And uh, let's connect more soon, okay? You got it, brother. Startup okay. Nation, we exceeded our six-month goal. We now have listeners in over 30 countries, thanks to you. It's time to step up our game. If we want to reach 60 countries and transform the lives of people in 60 countries, right, to speak this truth, this wisdom, what Justin just dropped today, that you don't have to have it all figured out. You're not expected to right? It's okay. We're all in this together. If you want to be part of that, go to first100k.com. Become a patron of the show. Partner with me in this mission. Let's reach 60 countries and transform thousands and tens of thousands and hundreds of thousands of lives. That's first100k.com. I'm Joseph, Joseph Warren, and you were made for greatness. So stop being a wuss and start being a winner. Have a blessed day, and I will catch you right back here next week. God bless you.